Scratch Challenge 2018. A lot of guys, uh, all of you, worked hard to get here, starting a long time. This is Paul Wilson, and you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast special episode. We built this one just for Cody Pulliam. He's the winner of Diesel Power Challenge 2018. Uh, I thought we'd do a nice little expose here and highlight all of the clips of Cody throughout the week and really try to give you an idea of what it was like to be there for Cody, what he went through, what his truck went through, and then, of course, all culminating at the the final announcement of him winning the Diesel Power Challenge. So to kick us off, uh, let's introduce you to our winner. My name is Cody Pulliam from Ammon, Idaho. It's an 04 Chevy Duramax with a fully built motor, built Allison transmission, compound turbos. Cody is not a man of many words. <laughs> he uh, he really had a lot of passion for diesel, and he had a lot of passion for being at the event uh, and making it through the event, which we'll hear if his truck did or didn't do that. <laughs> but... Uh, Man, simple things like just asking him to describe his truck. He uh, he's so humble. He doesn't really want to brag it up. So it, it takes him a second to kind of give me a rundown of what the truck looks like from the outside. Awesome. Okay, and describe the exterior of your truck for for the listeners. The exterior of it, and say, like, I'm trying to think. What else? <laughs> There's. What, what's the cab configuration? Start there. Uh, cab configuration, it's a 2500 uh, HD um, crew cab, short bed, um, black, just a... Black crew cab, short bed? Th- yep. Okay, awesome, man. Um, experience dyno sled pole drag racing. Um, experience on a dyno, I got a lot of experience on a dyno since I run a, a dyno for the Northwest Dyno Circuit and stuff like that. Um, drag racing, I've done a little bit, but not in this truck. This truck hasn't even seen a drag race, like a strip or a sled pull. Okay. So it's gonna definitely gonna be interesting. I've only sled pulled once in my life, so we'll so see you, what happens. So you know how to back up and hook to it. Yeah. If nothing yep, else. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. This guy, this guy kills me. He, he's got this great truck. He's got a little bit of experience out there drag racing. A lot of experience on the dyno, as you heard. Not much with a sled. That's okay though. Um, he knows his truck, and that's that's what's important to him, right? He may not have drag raced this truck a lot, but he knows this truck. He, he spent a lot of time in the seat of this truck, and he has some confidence. So much confidence so that he's here he is on the meet and greet day one of Diesel Power Challenge. We haven't even started doing anything with the trucks yet. We're just literally just meeting each other. He's already got his eyes on the next prize. Goals for the week, just to drive back on the trailer and hope it lives and drive it home to go to Lolo, Montana and dyno at the diesel event. Now, of course, no man is an island, uh, and Cody's no exception to that. So he does have a couple of sponsors, a guy in his pit crew, and really all the Duramax guys helped each other out throughout the week. So that was really cool to see that type of camaraderie build as each as we went through each event. Um Of course, that also means that he had a couple of sponsors. I'll let him give a shout-out to his sponsors, and then we're going to jump into the fuel consumption test. Um, Sponsors are a big one. is uh, Custom Auto um, is my big, huge sponsor. Um, SDP, Screaming Diesel, Scott, helps me out with the whole twin kit. Um, Nose on Diesel with the tranny. Um, I say that's about really, oh, Cisco Diesel hurried up and sent me some track bars. But that's about it for sponsor-wise. 
Awesome, man. Okay. Well, we'll we're rooting for you out there, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow after, I believe it's Fuel Economy. Yeah, first Fuel thing Economy tomorrow. tomorrow. Awesome, man. Okay. Sweet deal. Thanks. All right, so that's Cody. Um, you guys already know that he won Diesel Power Challenge 2018, but we want to give you kind of some some ideas of what it was like to be there with him. So the very first actual challenge that the competitors are going to go through is is called the fuel consumption test. What it is is a torture test on the dyno. Uh, just to be real with you, we're, we're at ATS. We're a mile above sea level, probably a little more than a mile above sea level. And in the amazing facility they have this huge shop with like i don't know eight or nine bays in it and then over in the shop there's a closet with a dyno in it and i say that it's a huge closet like it's a closet big enough to fit a dyno and two stories tall right but there's not a ton of circulation there's not a ton of fresh air coming in we're already above sea level heat thin air these are not things that work well with diesels um so during this test they have to watch the screen outside of the truck while the dyno simulates different driving scenarios and they have to work the throttle and the brakes to keep the truck at a certain mile per hour throughout this test so in other words the dyno is going to throw a varying load on it so it'll simulate what a load would be like if you were doing 60 miles an hour up a six percent grade uh, and then it'll slow all the way down to a stop and idle and it's a really really tough test it's tough on the truck and it's tough on the drivers it, during this test, nine competitors, only five finished. Four guys, their trucks just got too hot on day one, and they had to bail out and take a, a DNF, which is a, a did not finish. Um, that dramatically reduces their points. Cody, Cody fucking killed it. All right, day one, we are here at the mile per gallon testing, fuel consumption testing of Diesel Power Challenge. Our very first competitor is off the rollers. Uh, Cody, how the hell are you? I'm doing great. I say it was nerve wracking watching the testing and didn't know how to do with the throttle and how the truck would do, but truck did good, throttle response was good. Um, got a little warm, I say at one point the engine coolant temp was clear up into 220 and trans got up to 215 and so it kind of cooled back down after a little bit when i got down to a lower speed but i think i did well i only got one one mark knocked off so we're hoping hope that does it but <laughs> first one of the day it's always yeah. really hard yeah. to tell what's the rest of the pack gonna do right yeah it's hard to tell what everyone else is gonna do and say it's definitely tricky to figure out and make sure um that it just stays in line the shift points that it spikes it and everything so it's kind of hard to see what it's gonna do so well my guess here at the competition is that you have the most dyno experience out of anybody so yeah. working <laughs> northwest dyno circuit we saw you at ucc working the dyno for the ucc you have some experience around these do you think that played to your advantage through this event um i think a little bit because i'm always on the rollers and dyno and trucks at our shop or like i've dynoed that truck quite a bit of times so i know when the rollers are i know where my like my shifts are to let trying to let off a little bit okay. so, and everything so i think it gave me a little bit because i'm always on the rollers and always playing with the dyno so i think it helped me a little bit so what was your strategy throughout i, I heard you mentioning something about using two feet uh, yeah, definitely a strategy after I started going, I got to, I got that one nick, I kind of figured out using both feet. So if I can keep on the gas a little bit and brake at the same time to try to keep it from falling too fast or going up too fast, I can brake it before it like, takes off. 
So that's it. That's Cody on the rollers. Uh, Two-foot strategy, doing a little granny drive in there. But, hey, man, I'll tell you what. He didn't know at the time how great of a run it was. He actually took first place in the fuel mileage uh, testing or the fuel consumption testing. And, man, what a long day that was. Seeing four of those guys drop out because their truck's overheated, um, we thought that was a sign of carnage to come. I will say that this 20-minute dyno test is is literally torture on the trucks. I can't stress how hard of a of a challenge this really is for the driver and for the vehicles. Um, we saw modifications afterwards. We saw guys rethinking uh, what their whole cooling system game plan was just based on the very first torture test they put these trucks through. But that also led us up to day number two, which is where we really expected to see Cody Pulliam shine. Um, Obviously, with all of his dyno experience, we knew he was going to do well. We knew he had a pretty solid idea of the numbers he was shooting for. I'll give you a heads up right now. All nine competitors told me that if they hit 1,000 horsepower, they're off. All nine competitors told me that their truck was good for 1,000 horsepower. Uh, When it came down to it, only, I believe, three guys broke into the four-digit mark. Cody Cook, uh, a lot of spray, a great truck. He ended up winning the dyno, but Cody did come in number three on the dyno that day. Um... So he did do did have a great show. Let's give you a quick clip of uh, me talking with Cody right after he got off the dyno. Ramping up here for run number two. RPM's coming up. She's making some noise, starting to sing. Up over 3,700 RPM, that turbo's singing. Everybody's crowding in on the numbers again. Everybody wants to know what did that make. I got Cody Pulliam here. Uh, we're going to try to sneak behind the line get a couple of questions in with him. Cody, how did your run go? My run went good. I say I'm happy with it and I say made over three, four digits on the dyno, so I'm happy. That's it. You were looking for a thousand. Now you told me a thousand you were going to be out, but you ran three poles at a thousand, right? Uh, yeah, I actually ran three poles at a thousand and the downshift one was over 1100, but a downshift and it's probably a shift spike. But if I would have been on that, that second pass, if I would have been in the RPMs and didn't downshift, that would have been a good pass. Yeah. So. Okay, good. So so usually you're the one running the dyno. This is the first time, you know, we've seen you at a big competition, national competition behind the driver's seat. How did that dynamic change feel? Um, it's definitely different. I'd say competition's going to be hard and everything. The dyno is definitely stingier than mine at back home. And like I said, it's different. I'd say if I would have known earlier to not start so high in the RPM like I do back home, I think I would have been really good my first pass. But... It happens. Truck lives. It's happy. Got a lot of nitrous through it, so it still lives. So, Yeah, you guys did not pop the hood. Anything, there a little bit of coaching conversation between you and Dimitri and the rest of the pit crew, but right back to it after that. Yeah, say we just talked and discussed a little bit about RPM and everything and then just went back for it. Like, it sucked. We had to fight a bottle issue at first, but it happens. Good thing okay. I had another bottle. So there it is. Cody was on the dyno, and he kind of breezes through some of the challenges he had. But here's the guy with the most amount of dyno experience. He had to adjust where his RPM window was. He had a downshift during one of his runs, which is not allowed. They throw that out. If it happens twice, you're off the dyno. Um, And he had to throw a second bottle on, all in the 30-minute window of being on the dyno. 
Uh, so it's a, it's a very tight window. You have to get your three passes in. These guys, they're, they're pushing for everything. Also, Cody was number two in the day. I believe initially he drew a much later number and traded so that one of the guys could have more time to work on their truck to get it repaired so they would be able to dyno later in the day. Uh, and that just kind of shows what type of guy Cody was. Uh, to be honest with you, when Trey Hutton, one of the other Duramaxes, was on the rollers that day, Cody was in the truck with him helping him out. So now you've been riding shotgun with him. Are you a part of the pit crew for, for Trey Hutton? I'm not part of his crew. Um, I came here with one crew member, and we kind of, us Duramax guys, are helping everyone out So and just doing our best. I love it, man. Well, great job today, and uh, good luck tomorrow. And thanks. I say we're in a try. Trucks alive, so. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. All right, so Cody's 1052 uh, was good enough to get him third place on the dyno that day. You could hear, of course, he was helping out Trey Hutton, and actually all of the Duramax guys, like I said, were pitching in together. But this rolled us into probably the hardest day of the challenge. So the next day of the challenge is held at Bandemir Speedway. Again, about a mile above sea level. Um, a really cool track. Uh, there's like an up elevation at the end of the track. Um, I naturally help guys slow down, I guess. Uh, but it, it is it is beautiful scenery. It's a hot day. I mean, we're talking probably 90 degrees, blistering sun. Um, everybody was was excited. This is the race day. This is this is where you're going the fastest, right? So we kick off in the morning with an eighth mile uh, trailer race. Uh, about 12,000 pounds loaded up uh, between the trailer and the skid steer on it. And then they, they just blast eighth mile. So they, they run one at a time. There's no heads up racing. Uh, they run one at a time. And Cody did pretty good. Okay, there it is. Uh, not a bad run, uh, but that kicked us over, or that got us through the morning. So there is a quick lunch break, and then it is into qualifying for the quarter-mile drag racing. Now, their quarter-mile drag racing is pretty cool. They leave the track open for like an hour or two hours. Go make as many hits as you want. Get your best qualifying time on the board, and then it goes into a pro-tree setup. So pro-tree setup uh, means the first place and last place race and then down the line so two and seven three and six four and five uh, we did lose a competitor after the eighth mile drag race in the qualifying section somewhere garrett osain uh his truck um i think the trans pump went out in it so so he was out for the for the quarter mile drag racing now garrett did make a great great comeback and he showed up at the end of the day for the uh, cone racing or for the cone course but for the drag racing it was it was tough competition man the the 12 valve uh andrew morrison was out there we knew he was a fast drag racer he qualified with a 1020 uh travis richards who we know his truck makes a ton of power had a hard time with that g56 transmission and cody pulliam kind of qualified somewhere near the middle of the pack um he, it was pretty pretty tame in it but man he had a couple of great races and i think he ended up going heads up against all but one of the duramaxes so i'm going to kick him off with round one uh this is cody pulliam and andrew burke running down the track in round one of the drag racing alan burke and cody pulliam pulling up to the line now a couple of duramaxes getting ready to push battle it out on the drag race uh quarter mile drag racing here day four diesel power challenge this is going to be a good race these guys have been neck and neck uh as far as what we expected to see out of them getting the staging lights up alan burke already hard into the throttle trying to get that single s475 spooled we know he's got a little bit of nitrous behind it 
Uh, of course, Cody Pulliam got a lot of nitrous, a little bit of experience here. They're both stage one, stage two. Here we go. Oh, Cody Pulliam way out in front. Alan Burke, think he felt the spin, got out of it, was out of it for too long. Cody's already down the track. He's through the traps. He's just going to pull a 1260 at 125 miles an hour. So Cody comes out on top of that, of course, and that kicks him into the semifinals. Uh, for that, he is going to go up against Trey Hutton. Cody Pulliam running away at the, at the beginning of the track. Uh, I don't think Trey Hutton's going to be able to back half him. Cody, how'd you feel? Good. I saved two-wheel drive again. <laughs> what was the strategy there with two-wheel drive? Um, I didn't realize it was in two-wheel drive and say, until I looked down, and then I grabbed, hurried up and just clicked four-wheel drive and went. So Good enough for the win, man. I guess that's all that really matters, huh? Good enough for the win, and now it's definitely going to be an interesting race. So, How do you feel about going up against Andrew Morrison? He's been cooking today. It, I know he's ran a fairly fast pass, so I'm just going to up the – I already upped the jet and everything earlier, so we're just going to let it go and see what it does. Up the jet, throw the big tune in it, and let her eat. Yep, that's what we're going to do. Try to awesome, man. Well, good luck. You know, we want to see a Duramax in the final here. So there it is. Uh, little mistakes, being in two-wheel drive, unexpected things. Uh, it was enough to get him into the finals. And the finals were up against a real tough competitor, Andrew Morrison, in his built 12-valve. The guy put up a 10-20 for qualifying times. He was top of the pack. Um, he had told us all week he was a drag racer. He was there to drag race. He's walking around in his fire suit. He was... He was legit. So when Cody runs against him, it was not a heartbreak to see Cody take second place in the drag races. Strong launch from both competitors. Oh, Andrew Morrison's out in front, though. Oh, yeah, I think this one's going. Yep, the 12 valve's going to take it. Andrew Morrison with a 1096, 121 miles an hour. Cody Pulliam's going to come through the traps, uh, 11.6, 124 miles an hour. And that's it. That is our quarter-mile drag race. Uh, puts Andrew Morrison in first, Cody Pulliam in second. All right, man. So that got him through the finals. Uh, definitely no slouch of a truck. Pulling second place in this field of competition just proves that uh, Cody had his head in the game. For as calm and, and cool and collected as he was, uh, you could certainly see he showed it. He was a real competitor. Uh, that then kicked us over. So once we got done there, we went up even higher in elevation into a big parking lot where they set up this cone course. Now, this cone course is intimidating. Let me just say this. They ran a semi through the cone course, which is just what it sounds like. It's about half the size of a football field. There's cones set up all over. You have to run through some tight radiuses with a trailer on. You have to do some changing radiuses. You have to back up for a 100-foot section straight, like perfectly straight. Then you have to back the trailer into a backup box, which is just a box made with cones, and the trailer has to break the plane of that box. And then you have to pull the front in, so there's a couple of pull-in boxes. It, it's, it's wild. It's a tight course. It's really tough. you got a lot of these guys who... Maybe they have some experience pulling their boat or pulling a work trailer, but not like this. And not in a tight course, not trying to go fast. And when the semi ran it as, as a demo, so they had a semi there and hooked up to the same trailer these guys did, the semi went through it real slow, about three minutes. Then he went through it as fast as he could, uh, slamming gears, which was a riot to see. And he ended up with all the 10-second penalties, because every time you knock over a cone, it's a 10-second penalty. He would have been like 
four and a half or five minutes. So there was a, a real advantage to going slow. And as I walked around, and I interviewed all the guys before they went out or during while, while other guys were out and asked everybody, what's your strategy? Everybody told me slow and steady. Uh, Cody Pulliam pulled it off. He didn't place great. He didn't place terrible. He was about middle of the pack at the cone course. Uh, but I'll just be honest, it wasn't riveting audio to hear me talk about guys pulling around a course you can't see. Um, so that that wrapped up that day of the competition. So we went through three events that day. We did the uh, eighth mile trailer race, the quarter mile heads up drag race, and the cone course, which led us into the last day of the event which was the sled pull. Now, you heard Cody earlier in the episode say that he only had one hook under his belt ever, so he pretty much just knew how to back up to the sled and go forward, and it turns out that's all he needed to know. All right, day four at the track after trailer drag races. Trying to creep up on Cody Pulliam here. Cody, how'd it go? It went good. We're happy. Truck's alive still after a crazy uh, bouncing down the track. <laughs> Walk our listeners through the experience. So you come up to the line, you spooled up hard, and then what'd you do from there? I um, spooled up hard and just let it go. I said it had way too much power to it, so I say I'm gonna back it down a little bit, but I might just leave it where it's at and go for it. We adjusted some things with the truck, so. Okay, and you were talking about a mild amount of spray just to keep her going, just to keep her alive down the track. Uh, how was it? A lot of wheel hop, a lot of, did you burn out? Did you, was it too much spray? Was it not enough? Um, just a lot of wheel hop. I'd say the front end was bouncing everywhere, and like I said, I had way too much power to it. I'd say I, back home I was on tune three when I was pulling, but I'd say it is what it is. We're still sitting pretty good. So. Cody Pulliam getting underway here. This is uh, second to last truck of the event. Cody's had a great showing so far. Uh, did good on the dyno, did good in fuel consumption, did good at trailer racing. He won the drag racing. Uh, here we go. We're underway. All right, we got Cody Pulliam here after the sled pulls. Cody put on a great show. How's it getting? Truck looked like it was running hard. No, I'll take it up. We got some discussion going on. Did we hurt the truck? Yeah, we might have hurt the motor. I said, I don't know, it's knocking pretty good, so. There is a strong, sweet smell here. Yeah, there's a smell. <laughs> I think it's hurt, so. But it's still driving. We're going to get it back, driving on the trailer. We might have to go get the trailer from the hotel and load it up, so. How do you feel about your results in the pole? Um, I felt good. I grabbed when I grabbed the spray, it got a little little rowdy and started hopping like crazy and I just held on to it and kept going. Did you get out of it and get back into it at any point? No, I didn't get out of it at all. I just stayed right into it. Well good luck and congrats, man. Thanks. All right guys, so there it is. Uh Cody Pulliam killing it at the sled poles. He did hurt the truck. Uh he was still waiting on some final diagnostics to see exactly what happened. But yeah, it was a real sweet smell right next to it. Coolant was definitely burning. Uh, so I'm I'm not sure at this point how detrimental the, the damage was. But I'll tell you this, um, when he got announced at the award ceremony afterwards, man, was he excited. Uh, gave a great speech. Uh, shout out to everybody, including his sponsors. But um, 
it was just great to see him there and to see somebody who who didn't have a shiny, really fancy-looking truck, somebody who just had a normal, regular, everyday street driver that happened to be over a 1,000 horse, uh, to go there and be so humble about it and so calm throughout it. Uh, he definitely went through some challenges of his own uh, with the truck and w- with running the truck. So to come out and, and, and be on top of the pack, it, it was it was very impressive. So big shout out to Cody Pulliam and everybody that helped him put it together. I'm going to leave today's episode with uh, just a quick soundbite of Cody after he won Diesel Power Challenge 2018. And a final congratulations and thank you to everybody that's been involved. All right, I got Cody Pulliam here, number one DPC winner. How does it feel? It feels great. I'm happy. I say Chuck's hurt right now, but they definitely competed in all events, put it through hell and everything. So it was definitely hard on them. Definitely, and it lived through everything. Like Dimitri said, I put that trance through hell. I kept forgetting. I forgot lock up one of the tracks, two wheel drive. Like the truck took a beating. And I'm just glad it finally gave up at the end. What do you think gave you the competitive advantage to uh, make it to first place? Um, I just had a perfect street truck, can I say, and I kept competing really well in every single event, and it just obviously took to a win, so I'm happy with it. And like I said, I just want to thank everyone that helped me out, like Custom James with Custom Auto, um, uh, uh, Bob. Peterson from, and all that from Duramax Tuner. He's been texting me. We've been going back and forth. All, every day that I've been at this event, we've been talking, going crazy and all that. How you doing? This, that. And uh, I'm happy with that. Scott from SDP, Screaming Diesel Performance, with, and getting me the twin kit. Um, I got uh, Bird Racing and Chassis. They, we had the motor out he adjust, and threw a cam in for me, adjusting my heads and everything. Um, I just really want to thank everyone that's helped me out with this whole truck and everything and getting the truck down here. So, Awesome, man. Well, congratulations. It was a great show, and you killed it this weekend. You proved it's the truck, it's the driver, it's putting it together, and you definitely did that. So congratulations. <laughs> thank you. The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of DuramaxTuner.com. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Powerstroke, John Deere, Case, New Holland, and many more. For more information and great customer service, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. If you'd like to contact the podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email Paul at DuramaxTuner.com or Chris at C-E-H-M-K-E at DuramaxTuner.com. Paul and Chris may be contacted by phone. Chris's extension is 2121 and Paul's is 2122. Hey, thanks for listening. Your feedback is appreciated. Please rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, and by all means, let us know if you have any ideas for a podcast. We'd welcome any suggestions. I just hope somebody finds interest in it, man. (laughs) You and me both, brother. (laughs) You and me both.